Today on Laura Lynn and Friends. Most people are ignorant and so they are susceptible to uh, propaganda. The louder they are, the more they repeat their lies, uh, the more people believe them. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the show. Welcome to the beginning of the last days. Let's go through it together. My name is Laura Lynn Tyler Thompson. And one of the things I love most about my life is getting to be right here with you every single weekday as we go through all of the amazing things. And let me tell you uh, what I'd like to read to you from my dad's Bible. You know that um, his Bible was so precious to him. And I opened it up today uh, to Isaiah 13. And uh, he has a couple of things really, really highlighted and notations in the side. But it says in Isaiah 13, verse 10, and I think this is talking about the last days. And it says, for the stars of heaven and the constellations thereof shall not give their light. The sun shall be darkened in his going forth and the moon shall not cause her light to shine. And I will punish the world for their evil and the wicked for their iniquity. And I will cause the arrogancy of the proud to cease. And I will lay low the haughtiness of the terrible. Oh, oh, oh. I'm kind of glad about that because you know what I, I feel like sometimes? I feel like those wicked people, Soros and, and the, the ilk of that nature, I think sometimes they seem to be getting away with an awful lot of stuff. And I pray for the day of justice. I think we're beginning to see it. I think justice is coming and we have to remind ourselves of that. Well, we have an incredible guest today and uh, you're absolutely going to love her. Her name is Dr. Rachel Ehrenfeld and she is the author of The Soros Agenda. She's the founder and president of the New York-based New York -based American Center for Democracy and the Economic Warfare Institute, Dr. Ehrenfeld's multidisciplinary approach encompasses economic warfare and weapons of mass effect, including disinformation, free speech, indoctrination, propaganda, PC coercion, lawfare, corruption, money laundering, political Islam, terrorist financing, narco-terrorism, and the links between global criminal and radical networks and jihad terrorist groups. Dr. Ehrenfeld focuses on identifying patterns of seemingly unrelated domestic and foreign events as they link to threaten the U.S. political, social, and e economic stability and its financial system and other matters related to U.S. and Western democracies security. Thank you, Dr. Rachel, for being willing to give us some of your time today. Thank you for giving us your wisdom. Uh, you have written this book, The Soros Agenda, and I would love uh, for you to connect this. I've enjoyed getting a, a moment to speak with you uh, before we've got this broadcast started. And I think that your wisdom and your insight is what we need because this book that I follow, uh, it says that without knowledge, the people perish. And I think that many people are without knowledge and you bring that. So thanks for being here today. Thanks. Uh, I'm glad to be on. So when you wrote the Soros Agenda, uh, what, what was it that caused you to begin to investigate? We all know this, this evil man is behind an awful lot of destruction and uh, fighting that goes on in our world. Well, I actually started a long time ago uh, when, he, when he came to the United States, when he opened his... Uh, 
uh, Open Society Institute, which was called at the time uh, here actually in Manhattan. And, um, and uh, the first project he chose was and invested immediately $15 million in propaganda to uh, encourage this, uh, was legalizing drugs. And actually, he was also active in Canada with that. Uh, but um, he, he gave, he opened his own uh, foundation, uh, another foundation that he funded for drug legalization and funded other organizations around the country in order to promote this uh, agenda. And so what caught my eye was the fact that here is somebody who claims that he wants an open society, whatever it is, uh, which turns out actually actually very Orwellian, like many of the things that he's doing and saying, uh, and the progressive left is doing the same. They say open when they mean close. They say open when they mean divided. So, you know, but he called the open society. And I said, I asked, and I wrote in the Wall Street Journal and other uh, papers, and I asked, well, how is it that somebody who actually says that this is what he wants, an open society, is also advocating the biggest slavery ever, which is drug addiction, because uh, it, is, uh, it is enslaving the mind, the body, everything. And um, I wondered why is he, why is this uh, uh, a strange contradiction? And I said that it seems to me that he was interested in political, uh, in ch political changes. I was right. And I warned that unchallenged, he will be able to change the political landscape of the United States. This was in 1995. Um, and and uh, I didn't have a crystal ball, but I my instincts were very correct. And it turned out, unfortunately, that I was right. Nobody paid attention. I continue to write about him and follow him ever since. And so eventually uh, I, I tried to actually publish before, but finally um, I, I was able to get a publisher because uh, his activities is the biggest funder of the Democratic Party, which is anything which is really uh, trying to um, undo democracy and uh, in the United States. And um, he is responsible for many very bad domestic and, and foreign decisions by uh, especially democratic uh, um, uh, run governments. Uh, cities and, and, and towns in the United States and in other countries. And uh, so, I, but my book is not a, is not a biography, uh, which will be very difficult to do because although he's 93 and a half, uh, you, there is really not, not much information about him beside the information about his background that he was telling again and again and again. And you couldn't find anywhere an investigative, a good investigative reporter that would go and actually obtain the information. Moreover, many uh, governments, European governments, are holding the information and don't want actually to give away anything about him. There seems to be a kind of a conspiracy of silence, if you want. 
However, I followed him. I decided it's time to write the book. And the book is about focusing on his agenda for the United States. Uh, I mentioned other countries uh, and uh, how he developed uh, the strategies, what kind of tactics he used in order to implement his strategies. And uh, it's very important because if you know what is the strategy, if you can identify it, and you identify also the tactics that he has been using, there is, a, there is an opportunity perhaps for uh, people who care about their lives, the lives of their children, uh, their education, uh, their Judeo-Christian beliefs, uh, it's very important, and democracy, it's very important to read it because it can be really uh, a guide for what to do. So this is why I wrote the book. Uh, Amazing. And I, I hope it helps. Yes. Um, uh, one of the things that you've talked about, shockingly, because George Soros is a Jew, and I think that over this last three or four years, um, it, it's come to light sort of about, you know, s some of these very wealthy Jews um, that have had not necessarily the best intentions towards humanity. And I think that has begun to breed some anti-Semitism. <laughs> it is breeding that. And uh, I've been at war, basically in a culture war, trying to determine like um, how to see this thing clearly. And one of the things you write about is how George Soros funds anti-Semitism. Uh, well, George Soros uh, encourages anti-Semitism too and has been funding Hamas-related uh, and Palestinian terrorist-related organizations under the guise of funding human rights organizations, which is most NGOs are claiming to be. And they are doing everything but looking for and after human rights. Uh, but Soros was born Jewish. And he, he declared himself agnostic. And he is not an observant Jew. He's, he's really not Jewish in his mm. behavior. <coughs> I'm sorry. And he has been, um, actually, he doesn't, uh, he doesn't um, agree with the existence of the Jewish state of Israel because he doesn't think that the Jews actually uh, sounds like the Palestinians. Uh, the Jews do not uh, deserve a country. They should be all over. I mean, um, it is truly, and he, of course, a big supporter of, uh, a, supporter of a Palestinian, uh, Palestinian state, and the Palestinians, like Hamas, uh, have one map uh, of the region. And that map is actually showing the state of Palestine, which is an artificial uh, creation as well, from the river to the sea, from the Jordan River to the Mediterranean Sea, and there is no Israel. So no, he, he, he supports the state of Israel, but not the Jewish state of Israel. And right, the, and you write I mean, about that. He actually says that in his 1995 book. Correct. Yeah. 1995 yeah. book, uh, Soros yeah. on Soros. He says uh, that um, uh, the Hungarian American financier declared that Zionism doesn't appeal to him because it's the founding of a nation, Israel, where the Jews are in the majority, and that se seems to be a problem for him. Okay. Yeah. Hmm. Uh, claiming that being a Jew is being a minority. So here is also you see 
another uh, uh, comment that is very often mentioned and is a really a strategy of the of the radical left to claim victimhood. Okay, so if you are a minority, you are also a victim. And Soros claims to be a victim of anti-Semitism all the time. And why he's using, he's abusing the religion he was born into, which he apparently doesn't like, um, uh, as, as a tool, uh, as a shield against criticism. Anybody trying to criticize his policies, uh, his financial uh, support to uh, projects that don't seem to be very helpful or actually seem to be very damaging to the general society, uh, to democracy. Uh, they cause division uh, and racial discrimination, all kinds of things. Uh, he, anybody trying to attack him or to criticize him immediately is being labeled as anti-Semite. Wow. And, and now his son, Alex, that is now the heir. He is now directing the. Uh, is now the president of the Open Society Foundation since June of this year. Uh, is using the same uh, the same tactic. So if you criticize what he is doing, also I mean it continues. It's if you criticize anything that so the sources are doing, you aren't anti-Semite. Well, I'm Jewish, and uh, and I'm uh, an Israeli Jew not only an American Jew, and I criticize Soros, and I have all the evidence on what to base my criticism. Well, I love this because it's it's so uh, fascinating. So anyone who's saying that uh, Israel is occupiers, Israel deserves that, uh, you know, the Palestinians are attacking them, basically, they're in agreement with Soros. And that's a bit of a you know, that's a bit of a, um, an eye-opening statement right there. Sorry for my dog in the background, Dr. Rachel. Uh, but because here's a guy who's Jewish, wants to, wants to use the anti-Semitism card for himself whenever he can use it, at the same time is coming against Israel being a nation. Shocking. Yeah, yeah. And also, he, he's, uh, by, by abusing uh, his religion, the religion he was born into, uh, he is creating more anti-Semitism. Because if anybody criticizes Soros, and you immediately, and most of the media is on the left, and there are many of them are very, very closely connected with him. Uh, uh, so if you see uh, more, uh, more uh, supposedly anti-Semitic attacks against him, it creates more anti-Semitism. It's like uh, it's a pathology. It's like an epidemiology. Okay, you start with it, it goes on, and he he really has helped to create it, encouraged it. Well, when we people say to me that um, the Jews and the United States has funded Hamas, how do we um, unpack that? The Jews funded Hamas. They, I, I they don't say know. That. Well, they no, say all right. kind of things. These are these are very, these are stupid lies. Actually, they are completely illogical. And this is the projection. This is what Hamas, for example, attacked uh, uh, Israel Israeli civilians on October seven. They videotaped their attacks 
There were even uh, reporters for newspapers who knew about it and went along with them to videotape these things and they sent it out to the world. And with the reaction, they said, oh no, we, no, we, no, it's not us. The Israelis did it. I mean, how stupid can somebody be? Okay. The evidence is overwhelming. The atrocities that they committed are, I wouldn't, I wouldn't call them even, I wouldn't say animals because animals are, are usually, don't hurt other animals unless they are in danger. And this was an un, um, this was a, a, a really um, an attack which is monstrous. Uh, they, they, uh, they, they baked babies in ovens. Uh, they filmed it too. Uh, they cut open the, the stomach of pregnant women and they killed the, the infant that was the baby that was in, the, in, 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 her, in her belly. Uh, they raped women and they marched them naked in, in Gaza, bloody. Uh, and, and it was not only Hamas members that did it. Actually, many people in, at the innocent civilians of Gaza, which we are hearing so much about, that Israel is, is punishing Gaza and, and actually fighting uh, Hamas and their supporters, and I know many innocent people are, are dying, but this is Hamas's fault. And they are, and they are not, most of them are not innocent. They are the one who elected in 2006 with a huge majority, elected Hamas to be the governing party. They have been supporting Hamas all along. Uh, very few people who opposed Hamas were shot dead by Hamas. Uh, and the Palestinians didn't revolt against, I mean, the Palestinians in Gaza didn't revolt against Hamas. They supported them. And many of them, of the so-called innocent civilians, participated in killing the Israelis on October 7, in raping women, in kidnapping them also into, into Gaza, into the Gaza Strip. Many of them looted the homes before they burned them. I mean, these are, these are criminal gang, really. And what is leading all of them is the indoctrination that they have been having uh, for decades of uh, jihadism, of radical Islamic um, uh, propaganda that, that actually educates them from their, with their mother, mother's milk when they are born uh, to that it is important to kill Jews, uh, to rape them, uh, to, to burn their homes, uh, as many, the many more you can, Jews you kill, and then afterwards infidels, you will get actually financial rewards. And if you die, uh, because you are being caught, um, and if you die in what you are trying to do, you are a martyr, and then your family will actually get uh, financial support uh, and you will be glorified by the society. I mean, this is all uh, a huge, uh, really, uh, all the people there have been, and not only there, also in, in, the, in the West Bank, uh, under the, in Judea and Samaria, under the uh, leadership of Arafat first and now under uh, um, uh, the new uh, PA, uh, 
which the Biden administration now wants to bring to Gaza, God help us, um, they, 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 they are also using the same books, uh, which are also supplied to them, which teach them this, the same thing. And uh, they have television programs, they have newspapers, everything is dedicated to how to kill the Jews, okay? And how to kill all infidels. Anybody who's, who does not adhere to their version of Islam. This is crazy. And the, these people have been participating also, for example, they participated in the 2010-2011 um, uh, um, uh, takeover of Egypt by the Muslim Brotherhood. They went in, they helped the Muslim Brotherhood. They killed many Egyptians. They killed, they killed many uh, uh, Egyptian policemen and, and military that they found uh, when they invaded, actually, they went from the Palestinian territories into, uh, from Gaza into, uh, into Egypt. These are bad people. I want to ask you, Dr. Rachel, about uh, some of these things that people are saying that, uh, that, that basically um, Israel is culpable in these deaths uh, that took place on October 7th. It really is an astounding attack against Israel like I have never seen. And I also want you to comment on some of these horrendous things that have been said by the professors or the, the presidents of these universities like Harvard and uh, the others that have not been able to respond correctly to questions asked about denouncing these um, uh, you know, terrorist comments from people that are on their campus. It is a very strange. Uh, it is a very strange phenomena of the radical left because all these are radical left, the progressive left, uh, and they, for some odd reason or uh, not odd reason, uh, this goes back uh, many many decades uh, of Marxist indoctrination. Uh, they have been working and supporting. Uh, like Soros have been directly and indirectly supporting both the left and both uh, organizations that support Hamas and other Palestinian terrorist organizations. And they, for example, you see in demonstrations uh, in, I can only tell you, in the, in the United States from what I saw, they carry signs of gays for Gaza, transgenders for Gaza. Well, I suggest to send them all to Gaza uh, anywhere where Hamas is, or radical uh, Muslims, jihadists like Hamas, they will be killed instantaneously. This is what the Quran is telling them to do, and they will do exactly that. And they have been killing them. They, they, they take them and they throw them off from uh, uh, high floors of buildings. Um, they don't tolerate this. So the stupidity of the left, okay, because what? They claim they are lying about Israel occupation. Israel left, left Gaza in 2005. Instead of investing money that they have been collecting and getting from the United States, from international organizations, uh, from the UN, from Qatar, from other countries, instead of investing it in building up uh, infrastructure, uh, uh, sewage, uh, water purification, uh, of, uh, affording businesses in, in, uh, to people in Gaza. They built tunnels under the city where they hid themselves. And when they produced uh, a lot of weapons, 
uh, and not a lot of weapons that they got from Iran, actually, um, and uh, to be able to attack Israel and to shoot Israel and to kill uh, Israelis. That's what they have been doing instead of giving it to the, uh, to the people and supporting the people that have elected them. And the people, despite of that, the people in Gaza uh, continue to support them because, again, the ideology is, the uh, jihadist ideology is, okay, we are here to become martyrs, to kill as many Jews and infidels that we can. Okay, so the Jews are now, next will be all these lefties that are supporting them uh, and all the, and, and all the, they are being, they are being considered by the jihadists as useful idiots, which, which they are. So uh, uh, this is, this is very important. I, I suggest that everybody goes and look up, uh, and I can send you a link to videotape that Hamas had actually taken of the horrendous atrocities that they committed in order to understand and to witness what these hor horrible monsters have done. Because that is you will be next, okay? And when you allow a lot of illegal migrants to come in, you don't vet them, you don't know who they are, you have millions of them, well, eventually they get, you know, get together and they can commit something like that wherever you are too. 100%. What have you made of the streets of the United States of America and in Canada as well? Uh, useful idiots is what I would call them. And, you know, these queers for Palestine and all of these things, um, they are advocating um, a group. We just showed a video. I don't know if you have it handy there, JT, but of this group of pro-Palestinian, um, you know, riot uh you know marchers and they went into a mall where kids were going to santa claus they scared the kids they were making very loud noise and they were yelling you know think of how our kids feel if you're scared think of how the palestinians feel and they they really put terror and fear into all the families there because they seem to be really driven to violent and and very um you know in your face sort of confrontations. And this is now here in our country. It's not far away in Palestine. This is now here. Then they yelled, Jesus was Palestinian. Um, that's what they yelled throughout the whole place. Jesus was Jewish. <laughs> Jesus was uh, uh, in, uh, in Jerusalem. I mean, he, he was an Israeli. Uh, he was not a Palestinian, and claiming that, and everybody who actually knows Christianity knows that this is a lie. So um, I suggest that, uh, and I appreciate your uh, actually looking into this and really showing what kind of lies are these. And there is a lot of, a lot of literature, and there is a lot of information on the website, acdemocracy.org, and look at political Islam, and you find many, uh, many statements that were made by uh, uh, Muslims also in Canada uh, who are against uh, Judeo-Christian, very much against Christian, uh, um, Christian values, okay? Uh, so I strongly suggest to do that. And uh, you will find a lot of information about that. It's important to know because they will try to disrupt Christmas for everybody. Absolutely. 
Yes, and they are they are becoming more disruptive. Uh, what do you say to people who uh, do not understand about Israel legally with the United Nations becoming a state in 1948? Um, the validity of that. Uh, someone like Soros, who claims to be a Jew and wants the anti-Semitism um, card, but then doesn't honor this one tiny little country's, uh, you know, position to have their own country and land. Do you feel that it's a lack of understanding and knowledge that people are so upset about this? People don't, well, most people are ignorant and so they are susceptible to uh, really uh, propaganda. And the louder they are, the, the louder they are, the more they repeat their lies, uh, the more people believe them. Unfortunately, Israel doesn't have a good, very good uh, uh, PR. Okay, well, the Israelis think, well, this is the world, this is history. People know that Israel was there. I don't know, thirty-five hundred years ago. Sure. Uh, there are many archaeological uh, findings to prove that the Palestinians are a new invention. They actually, their name, Palestine, Palestine was actually, Israel was Palestine, as the British called it, okay? Uh, when the British mandate was there. And the Palestinians actually borrowed this name because they needed an identity for themselves, a terrorist organization, the PLO, that needed uh, the Palestinian Liberation Organization with Arafat. They needed a name uh, to be identified so uh, they borrowed the name Palestine, but they, but in Arabic, they cannot even pronounce the word P. They pronounce it as B. So they say Palestine and not Palestine. How can you <laughs> belong to a place if you cannot even pronounce the name? Right? Yeah. That is funny. That is yeah. funny. And I, I also researched, uh, Dr. Rachel, that the, the term Palestinian um, was first used in 1923 um, by what I could find, and that was a term for the people, but they didn't even accept it. And then Arabs actually, you know, didn't accept this name either. I mean, only, 1923 is 100 years ago. Yeah, it's only since the, that's when the British mandate was there. The, uh, the, um, Palestinian adopted it only, they started to adopt it uh, after 1964, when, uh, uh, 64, 65, 67, when uh, actually uh, the Kremlin, the KGB, helped them to organize as a counter movement to Israel, which is considered part of the West. So this was still during the uh, heydays of the Soviet Union, uh, where they used both Egypt and this uh, terrorist organization, the PLO, in order to attack Western targets. And the PLO <coughs> made its money and its fame uh, by hijacking uh, planes and kidnapping people and demanding uh, uh, huge amounts of money, uh, blowing up airplanes. Uh, if you recall, if, uh, if not, people can read about it uh, uh, in the history book, read about the Palestinian Islamic Jihad, about the Palestinian Liberation Organizations, and you will find out the, the true information. 
So uh, this is very this is very important to um, to uh, to know. And yeah, this is time for people to educate themselves because the the uh, the radical Palestinian jihadists are not only in uh, Gaza, and they are not only posing a threat to Israel, the Jewish state. They are posing a threat to anybody in the West, and they are already here. We see them. We see their demonstrations. They are disrupting everything, uh, and they are not afraid. Unfortunately. They, they have a lot of power because some Arab countries like Qatar uh, is helping them with a lot of funding and so are other uh, um, so-called progressive left that are supporting them. So it's time to get educated and really know the truth. And uh, yes. if you are armed with, the, with, the, uh, with knowledge, you can actually uh, be more careful and you will know who to um, who to support in the next election, and uh, demand that your city, your state, um, and and uh, are run uh, under law and order, and not allow this uh, disruption and disorder and chaos uh, by these terrorist organizations. Really, can you give us some insight as to why the nations all around? Um uh, Gaza, um, they don't want the Palestinians in. Egypt rejects them, Jordan, Lebanon. Uh, it's been very difficult for them to find a home there. Well, uh, nobody wants them because they're troublemakers. Wherever they go, they participated. I just mentioned how they participated with the Muslim Brotherhood because they belong to the Muslim, most of them to the Muslim Brotherhood. Uh, they... Um, they uh, participated in the Muslim Brotherhood uh, takeover of Egypt, um, uh, which was eventually ended. This was the Arab Spring tragedy, really, that became an Arab winter instead. Uh, they, in Jordan, they threw them out because they tried to overthrow the government there. They tried to do the same in Lebanon, so the Lebanese threw them out. Uh, they were They were really... Uh, they were not accepted. They are not accepted in Kuwait because they were causing trouble there. Uh, they are not accepted really anywhere because they are. They have this agenda, uh, and they will. So it, it's not only against Israel. It's also against other Arabs that are not uh, that are not crazy. Uh, that don't believe in this uh, uh, martyrdom agenda in the jihad agenda. So they go against them. So it's very important to know that this is, they are already here and more are coming. So uh, everybody has to be very vigilant and inform themselves and know as much as possible about them. Right. You know, one of the things, um, one of the things that Douglas Murray was saying, uh, you know, he's a commentator on these things and standing with Israel. He says, it's interesting that everybody's saying we need a ceasefire. We need a ceasefire. We have Hamas, oh, they suddenly want a ceasefire, sure, because they're losing, but also, um, you know, they want to regroup, and they have said that they want to eliminate all Jews, and, and the Jews are just the beginning, then it's, you know, the atheists and the yeah. Christians and everybody else. But Douglas Murray made a very good point. He said, the world protests, and these Palestinians are protesting, you know, when we've had, you know, 
a, a certain number of deaths in Gaza, which, by the way, we can't even verify because they lie about everything. They lied about oh. the hospital. The hospital gets bombed by their own jihadi people, and they're saying, oh, 500 are dead, 500 are dead. Oh, it turns out, oh, the, you know, their own people accidentally bombed the parking lot, 50 people are dead. You can't believe a word these people say. So how do we know how many people have really been, uh, you know, wounded in Gaza? But And these people seem to refuse to leave. But Douglas Murray's point was, when the Islamists kill more Islamists, and they kill way more people. There's some kind of war, and there's thousands and hundreds, you know, uh, uh, that are harmed. They say nothing. They've killed millions of people. Look at the war in Syria. There's nothing to do with Israel, right? Uh, look, I mean, they have been killing each other for hundreds of years, okay? Uh, and, and nobody says anything about it. It's only when Israel actually defends itself, because it doesn't really have any choice, um, that's when Israel is being attacked, because they are, um, yeah, they are a minority in the region. They are the only democratic country in the whole region that, by the way, uh, allows every religion, whichever you want to practice freely, and uh, they support gays, and and uh, uh, there is a huge gay community actually in Israel. Um, it's a tourism. Uh, Doesn't it attraction. make you wonder why why the LGBTQ is is so, so ignorant? Um, I mean, uh, they could go to Israel that would uh, give them the freedom to to do you know their thing where they're supporting. This is how sick and deep and twisted well, and ridiculous. It is. Political indoctrination. Political indoctrination really works like um, like COVID. Okay, it infects it infects people all the time, mm. and the more the more uh, prevalent it is, the more people are being infected, and it has to be treated as 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 really uh, as COVID has been. Uh, we don't need any kind of strange injections for that. But we certainly need to change curriculums at school and and uh, the heads of universities that support as well. They have been getting so much money from Qatar and millions and millions of dollars, billions of dollars, many of them. They have been actually uh, penetrated by Muslim Brotherhood uh, supporters over the years, big time. Uh, and this is what you get. And this is the combination of the left, of the radical left, and the Islamists. It's a strange marriage. Uh, they Each one of them think, well, we are used the other in order to promote our agenda. But uh, I think the left will lose because if radical Islam, if political Islam is uh, gets actually any chance to be stronger, well, I mean, they will kill everybody who disagrees with them or enslave them. So do you think that's that's why the presidents of these large universities in the United States cannot speak clearly because it's really money behind it because money is being funded in there. Thank God some of the supporters of these universities, the parents who are going, what the heck is wrong with you all? And they're pulling their support from these universities. But is it the infiltration? Is it money from Islamic organizations actually being in, you know, being put into these universities that's causing them to not be able to think or speak clearly on the matter. 
It is, they have received uh, really billions of dollars over the years. It started with Saudi Arabia, but then the Saudis after Al-Qaeda, uh, they realized, well, we actually don't want these jihadist, um, uh, the jihadist activities anymore, and they cut down on it. Uh, but Qatar is the major funder. You have funding also from Iran. Uh, you have funding from Turkey. And, and the, the so-called scholars are very much affiliated with the progressive left. And this is how they find their ways into, after all, the Palestinian Liberation Organization, the PLO, uh, was uh, uh, created by uh, the, the, the KGB. Uh, so there is a lot, there are many connections between the uh, progressive left and Islamists, including money. And this is why we are witnessing what we are witnessing today. And this is very sad. And I think that parents should uh, be careful of sending their children to places where they will get a lot of indoctrination, uh, but not much knowledge. Well, I'm reading an article here from the Washington Examiner, and this is December 20th, 2023. Um, yeah. And it says Penn and Harvard raked in 19.7 million from Qatar and Saudi Arabia in the last two years. I mean, that's, yeah. that's just one place, right? Uh, yeah. Who knows how much money, and as you say, billions. I was shocked to find out that uh, like these universities operate like small countries, basically you know, with yeah. the billions of dollars they get. There are, there are, there is a lot of information about it, articles that I've written uh, recently about, um, oh, there is some information also in the book about this, uh, that's under Soros' crusade against Israel, but there are other organizations that are doing it, uh, and they, they have been, I mean, this is, this has been going on for decades, okay? So, you see the results of this, and uh, they help in electing uh, this uh, progressive, uh, uh, progressive uh, 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 presidents like uh, in Harvard, at MIT, uh, or at Penn, or many others. And I actually have written about uh, the enablers of Hamas. There is an article on my on the website acdemocracy.org. People can read it, and there are many about who, which countries have been funding which universities. What are the connections? Of course, it's not a, it's not the final list. There are many others, but the big big ones are mentioned there, and uh, people should pay attention to this. Uh, and th this is why, because their money comes from these countries, uh, they will continue to to support whatever Qatar wants to support. And Qatar is pretending to be um, a mediator, uh, an objective. It's anything but. It is a major hub of the Muslim Brotherhood. And they are using Al Jazeera and AJ Plus uh, also, which has millions and millions of, uh, of viewers all over the world uh, in order to... Uh, in order to uh, brainwash people and provide them with false information all the time. Right. I want to ask you about something that I also hear. Uh, people who are um, against the Jews, 
they like to talk about this security breach and how Israel had to have known and that, you know, that they had received intel. And I have heard Netanyahu say that we're at war and there will be, you know, a complete um, investigation into what happened. Um, if I could just go to this one, I think this will pop up, JT, but how Hamas breached Israel's iron wall. Um, is there anything that you can add to this? I do know, I did hear that, first of all, they shot out the cameras, radar sensors, and razor, there was razor wire there, but they shot out some of the sensories that, uh, that would have, you know, brought an early warning sign, and so they were kind of blind and, and left wondering. But I really, I, I cannot see and I cannot believe that... Uh, that Israel just allowed this uh, horrendous attack. I believe that there must have been failures. No. Israel, yeah. Israel did not allow it for crying out loud. Uh, there was a huge intelligence failure. And uh, this is unfortunate. And this was done also with the help of Iran. And Iran has very sophisticated um, all kinds of te technologies that uh, help to defeat it. And you saw the big. Uh, actually, they cut through the. Uh, the they cut through this. Uh, this uh, supposed the excellent wire. wall, and the wire, and uh, they they just uh, came with jeeps and and uh, and cars and 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 whatever they had and and uh, motorcycles and just attacked the Israelis, and gliders also. They there was this caught. Israel in a huge, huge, huge surprise. Unfortunately, this is not the first time that the Israeli excellent intelligence failed, but this is the biggest failure they ever had, and I don't think this will happen again because there will be a very thorough investigation uh, of uh, why this could have happened. Uh, unfortunately, it did, and now Israel is dealing with it, and they have to eliminate Hamas in Gaza and actually uh, do something in order to the uh, jihadi, the uh, um, um, islamized uh, the Palestinians. It's very important to do. Uh, it's like when after uh, the United States uh, and its allies uh, uh, defeated Germany, and Japan, they had a very thorough denazification program in Germany. Uh, they changed the books that people learned at school. They changed books in libraries. They changed uh, art uh, exhibitions. Uh, they changed, uh, they of course changed all the leadership. And there was a very thorough uh, denazification program uh, to make sure that Nazism is eliminated. They did a pretty good job of it. Unfortunately, it didn't go away completely. It's hard to kill an ideology. Uh, but Germany rebuilt, uh, they, the US helped to rebuild uh, Germany and, and it's a very prosperous uh, place today. And they did the same with Japan. And uh, so, and Japan is a Western ally and doesn't want to take over, uh, or like Germany, they don't want to take over their neighbors uh, anymore, and they are very prosperous and uh, very Western-oriented with the democracy. 
So this is what has to be done uh, also with the Palestinians. I appreciate you explaining all of that. Do you think that there is any possibility of a two-state solution now? Uh, you know, no. you so, give Palestine any, no. you know, the Palestinians no. any, they take an no. inch, you know, you get, well, they, they no, take a mile. There is, no, there is no such a thing, actually, as we just discussed, uh, Palestinians. They borrow this name. They try to borrow their identity. This is These are terrorist organizations that decided, okay, uh, let's let's kill we believe in jihad, uh, we believe in martyrdom, let's kill the Jews. Uh, so uh, the Jews first, the, the Christians and the others later, and they have to be actually eliminated, they have to be destroyed. This is, this is the most important thing to do. And they have, they actually, their incitement in the West should be also uh, controlled because you cannot live in a democracy you have to be able to live freely in a democracy in order to protect it. You cannot be subjugated to this uh, evil propaganda. Absolutely not. And I and it is propaganda. And I thank you for clearing up some of these things that they are saying. Uh, I really appreciate that because um, this is the the people that I hear from are very upset that I would support Israel. They've got all kinds of nonsense. Um, Israel you know, is, no, is paying for Hamas to attack them to create world. But what it sounds like is Soros, who uses the, the you know, anti-Semitism card, is the one who funds terrorism and then denies Israel its sovereignty. And so these Soros people denied. are the problem. Well, uh, people like Soros, he funded uh, organizations that are supporting Hamas and PIJ, and PFLP, these are designated Palestinian, U.S. designated terrorist organizations. Uh, and uh, funded it directly and indirectly. It's not the only one, unfortunately. European countries uh, have been funding them too. Uh, the U.S. government, the USAID have been sending them money. Canada has been sending them money too. So uh, there are many people who fell into the trap and uh, it's time to wake up because these people can lead us to a terrible, terrible war. And they are endangering uh, the security of the people who live here uh, in, in, uh, in, 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 uh, in America, uh, final, in Canada, United States. My final question to you, Dr. Rachel, is if there was a ceasefire, uh, what would happen to Israel? Well, this will only uh, this will only let Hamas, as you said, regroup. And by the way, Israel offered today uh, to have another uh, short pause in the fighting, so that Hamas to give more humanitarian aid to the people uh, of uh, of the Gaza Strip uh, uh, in return for 40 hostages, and Hamas turned them, turned them down. And tomorrow. Uh, the leadership of Hamas, uh, Hania and others, are going to meet in Egypt uh, in order to decide, I don't know what, but uh, for now Hamas had uh, decided they don't want any negotiations, they want, uh, they want to continue to destroy uh, and kill as many Israelis as possible, period. Yes. Well, I thank you for your insight and also that you have such a clear perspective on it. 
We stand with Israel. We support Israel. Israel is a nation. Uh, they are a, a people which my Bible says are blessed by God. And we do hope, we pray for the peace of Israel. We, we pray for one day uh, that there would be some uh, reprieve from all of this. Uh, it looks like it might not be for a while. And uh, it's going to be an act of God. But we do believe that God's protection uh, is with Israel. And um, we hope, we hope and Israel, for this to be resolved. Israel, 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 the Jews and the Christians need every miracle uh, and God's help. Absolutely. So I wish, you, I wish you a Merry Christmas and a much better 2024. <laughs> Same to you. Thank you. And let's do this again, Dr. Rachel. I find your insights to be absolutely, absolutely brilliant. And once again, we will tell everyone uh, that where to see you uh, or, or where to see your um, website is. I've got it up here, JT, but it's AC Democracy acdemocracy.org that's where you can see some of the writings of dr rachel and some of the explanations political islam narco-terrorism middle east conflicts if you want to know anything this is a good source thank you so and much also, dr rachel also, and also the soros agenda which people can buy on amazon and other yes books. the soros agenda and that's your book and on amazon i absolutely think we all need to understand uh what this man has done uh to create the chaos that we have all right thank, thank you. you so much take care good night good night well i appreciate her wisdom because uh what i've been finding a couple of times um you know she is jewish and even when I've spoken to Jews, they don't seem to have clarity on what's really happening. And that's been a, a shock to me um, in seeing this. But we are all wading through this difficulty. And I say with all humility that I am on a learning curve as well to learn um, uh, about how this has happened, how such terror is fueled. And I really have come to a conclusion by monitoring what is said by, let's take, uh, you know, Prime Minister Netanyahu. He does not call for the destruction and decimation of any people group. He calls for the destruction of terrorists. He, they always, Israel is always working to protect the innocents. When they cannot, because as Dr. Rachel Ehrenfeld pointed out very well, these people in Gaza are not necessarily innocent. They voted in Hamas. They've kept them in there. And yes, I understand there's some tyrannical things. But when there have been polls done in Gaza, largely the people are in support of Hamas. And more importantly and more disturbingly, they're in support of the annihilation of the Jews. The Jews who gave them Gaza, who even removed their burial grounds from Gaza in 2005. They turned around upon getting this beautiful gift of Gaza. And if you look at Gaza, it's right along the, you know, the, the seashore there. They could have all kinds of tourist things going on and be a, a really resourceful place. But instead of taking any funds that they get and making a better land and a better world, no, they build tunnels. They build tunnels under hospitals. They build tunnels under schools. And they use people as human shields. And then they cry out when, in order to get to the terrorists, you've got to go after those areas. 
I have no clue how these bad parents in Gaza are there with children and continue to be there. Um, there's one dirty little secret, and that dirty little secret is they believe that their child will get a martyr's reward, and they will get a martyr's reward if they are killed by defending or fighting for the cause. You know, when you get given kids from God, it's for your responsibility for their protection and to raise them up to be beautiful people that don't kill and don't hate. The Palestinians' way of life is teaching hatred from the moment they're born. And so this is where we are. We're at this place. Um, I appreciate you um, being with me today, and I appreciate those that are standing uh, with us so very, very intensely at this time. So um, my website is laurelin.tv. Thank you very much for supporting us, for standing with us. We do not uh, have anybody, uh, uh, no big organizations are funding us, and I'm not paid by the Jews, as one crazy person uh, tried to infer. Uh, who's in the, um, you know, the freedom movement basically, uh, you know, is an anti-Semite, I, I guess. We Pardon me? I wish we right? Yeah. <laughs> My husband said, I wish we were being paid by the Jews. <laughs> Maybe we wouldn't be sitting here going, hey, can you help us to do this? Like, it'd be great. Is there any Jews out there that would like to help and support us? Because we back you. Yes, we do. But we do not have that. Um, <laughs> although we're not close to it. Um, but, um, you know, we do this on faith. We know that the Lord asks us to be faithful and to speak his words and his truth in as much as we are able and in as much as we can. So what we do ask of you is uh, if you're able to help us, if, if you can, please do. And, you know, it's a tough time. It's Christmas and, and um, it, it's hard for everyone to, you know, have extra finances. So we totally understand that. Don't worry. We know God's going to take care of us. We thank you to those who have been giving. We know that uh, many of you donate anonymously. Some of you are monthly supporters. Some of you just give a one-time gift. And for all of that, we are so, so very grateful. So you have no idea how much it means to us. We, you know, we pray for you. We speak your names. We're like, wow, uh, I will often get, you know, look down the list of donations and just out loud say thank you to to. You know, you're, you're faceless people to me because I don't know most of you. I don't know you. And it means so much when you just take the time to donate. And another easy way is e-transfer. We're all getting used to the world these days, and we just e-transfer someone some funds. Well, you can do that here to Laura Lynn Live at ProtonMail.com. And um, if you could put that up there, JT. And also, uh, we have snail mail. We have Box 48184, and that's in New Westminster. Um and V3M0A7, send us uh, a, a letter if you'd like to do, you know, if you prefer checks. A lot of people still like those checks. Uh, if you want to do that, uh, go ahead and uh, help us that way. In any way that you can, if you're able, we appreciate it. It means, it absolutely means the world to us. And we appreciate you. So I've got my Breathe t-shirt on today. Breathe, because I heard 
that uh, breathing is maybe bad for the environment and stuff. And so like that concerned me and I found myself breathing less. Like I don't want to harm the environment. So I wasn't breathing as much. So when I saw this t-shirt, I thought, yeah, I should wear that just to remind myself, you know, I think I should keep breathing. I actually think I should breathe more, you know, just to go against the propaganda that they try to try to share on us. Um, I was thinking about Psalms 91 a little bit earlier today and I sure appreciate that God has uh, told us that he's going to take care of us. Uh, I'm not sure if you make Psalms 91, you know, a regular and important part of uh, what, what you should be covering yourself with because these are trying times and when we get information that is uh, sad and alarming like Soros, the big depopulator and you know, the Jewish dude who somehow, you know, calls out that, oh, people persecute me because I'm a, I'm a Jew. He likes to be, you know, use the anti-Semitic card and then doesn't support Israel in their stand for their nation and their land. Unbelievable. So here's what Psalms 91 verse 11 says, for he will command his angels concerning you to guard you in all your ways. They will lift you up in their hands so that you will not strike your foot against a stone. Have you ever been walking down like, you know, a road or something? I, I'm a little bit clumsy. I don't know if you know that, but I am. And I just, you know, sometimes I just, you know, like trip over something. But so often I'm just okay. Like, it's like a bloop, 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 bloop. Oh, but you know what? I don't fall and I, I sometimes think that I give my angels a real run for their money because I'm, I'm problematic. I hit stuff over. I spill coffee. Oh, people don't even like giving me a full cup of coffee at their home because I might spill it on the carpet. I had one friend. She was always like giving me basically a travel mug when I visit with her. So it says, you will tread on the lion and the cobra. You will trample the great lion and the serpent. Because he loves me, says the Lord, I will rescue him. Do you hear that? This is God speaking. This is the Lord speaking. And he says, because he or she loves me, I will rescue him. I will protect him for he acknowledges my name. I want to be that person that God says, because you love me, I'm going to protect you, Laurel Lynn. Because you love me, I'm going to watch over you. I'm going to rescue you from your silly ways. Why? Because you love me. You love the Lord. So God rescues you. It says he will call on me and I will answer him. I will be with him in trouble. This is God again speaking. He's saying, when you call on me, because you're in trouble, and sometimes we're in trouble for different reasons. So sometimes we're in trouble because somebody's getting us in trouble or bad things are just happening. It's an act of God. Sometimes we're in trouble because of ourselves. But God says, if you call on me, because you love me, because I know you, because you're paying attention to me, your God. See how I just dropped that? So clumsy. I will answer you. 
I will be with you in trouble. I will deliver him and honor him. I'm going to say her for me. Make it personal. I will deliver her and I'm going to honor her with long life. Amen, Lord. I ask for this all the time. Long life. I will satisfy her and show her my salvation. Amen. Psalms 91. Check it out. Take care. Have a great day. You know, it's not easy to deliver the truth of what our sick world is doing. But for some of us, we feel that we have no choice. Because if we are silent about these abominable things, then we are letting evil go unchecked. And we cannot do that. For those of you wonderful people who are writing me and are sharing your encouragement, I am deeply grateful. Thank you for all the letters that you've been sending. Thank you for the donations and the support. I found out that in order to speak the truth, you have to become very, very strong. If you would go to my website at www.lauralyn.tv, you'll find all of the ways that you can contact me. Remember, my friends, all is well. All is well. Thanks for joining me.